0: Still buffering a sisters' guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy,
1: and I'm Taylor Smurl.
0: Hello, sisters. Hello. How, how's the hello? How's the summer treating you so far? Just uh, just sleeping until one thirty, going to bed at two thirty. Mm-hmm. The huge
1: man living the life. I know that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. See, in the adult world, we just keep working.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty close to being there, so I'm I'm enjoying this, this one last year where I'm not. <laughs> well, that's nice. Have you been uh, watching
1: any TV? <laughs> Are you already doing this? <laughs> I don't know. I, it just seemed like an appropriate transition. Yes. I, I like how even when City does it really smoothly, you feel the need to color out on it. Like, that was the most perfect, <laughs> innocuous slide-in. So we're going to talk about some TV shows. No, no, no. I got to clock this. <laughs>
0: Usually we take a few minutes or we make some goose and it was just like, wow we're one minute in Sydney's just going
1: for it i I feel like with our topic this week yeah we're gonna have a lot to say that's okay. true that was I that. think Sydney in particular has a lot to say I do. That's that's, I'm just very <laughs> eager I'm just very eager because uh, one of our listeners suggested this right
0: yeah saw today
1: this? <laughs> today <laughs> we're right on it you make on, a suggestion we jump on t- on the Twitter. Uh, and, and specifically, one of our listeners suggested that we should talk about the differences between old school Archie comics and, and Riverdale, Riverdale, the Riverdale. new hit teen TV show. Exactly, which uh, I would love to talk about forever because I love Archie, <laughs>
0: and but I love Riverdale.
1: Taylor, where do you stand here? I, I mean. I am of the the ironic generation, and so I I am fully aware that Riverdale is absolute garbage TV, and I watch every episode and thoroughly enjoy <laughs> <try. laughs> it. I am on both of your sides at the same time, and somewhere else, completely different. It's it's hard to convince people, and we're not and we're not just going to talk about Archie, by the way. In case there's anybody who's like I don't listen or read, I have nothing to do with any of these this particular brand of. Of nerdery. <laughs> and so I don't want to listen to this. I, I, there's been a lot of, of rebooted 90s things recently. Mm-hmm. Shows and movies and whatnot. So I think there's a lot to talk about. But I think Archie is a good place to start because it is such a stark change. Such a you know, contrast to the comic, which, of course, Archie comics are many decades old. Mm-hmm. And so when they first came out, they were reflective of a time period that I I obviously don't connect to.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: I don't know what like, it's like. It's like to, the 60s. Yeah, well, even before that, Archie's predate that. And, like, I never rode around in a jalopy and, <laughs> you know, went to the... <laughs> went to, like, a debutante ball and, I, you know, I mean, like, I was never part of a pep club. Or poodle skirts. Exactly. So So there's stuff, you know, old school Archie that I... I don't, I've read. I think it's odd. It's funny. I love it. I love all Archie. It's hard for me to... Except for the zombie except stuff. Except for
0: Riverdale. Except
1: for Riverdale and the zombie stuff. Because in the zombie stuff, they die and turn into zombies. And that's really hard yeah. for me.
0: <laughs> that makes me cry. That's where Taylor stands on this debate.
1: <laughs> zombies. What are they zombies? I like them then. But no, but... You know, said I, I always read your Archie comics, and one thing that I guess, its you would think that this kind of updates with every generation, because it has been around for so long, but that's super not true, yeah? Like, I feel like the same kind of moral compass, the same ideals, like, mm-hmm. they're whether you're reading an Archie from the 40s or the 90s, they're kind of the same, like uber wholesomeness like one of my favorite issues is the one where like Jughead they think he's gone punk but it turns out he's just gone undercover to like research the punks for an article and everyone's like oh no he's punk <laughs> like, it's like just as alarmed. it's not like it's not trying to communicate with the current generation necessarily no you're exactly right I think and that's a great example because there's an older one a much older Archie comic that is about Jughead going hippie it's the exact same plot line everybody's really upset except for he actually did go hippie it wasn't to go undercover but everybody's really Mm. upset because they're like oh no like he doesn't have shoes on he's like carrying a flower (laughs) 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 and i mean he's not really that far removed from jughead he's just like laying around kind of being chill which is pretty much what Jughead does, just with less. No. He, he had less hamburgers, I think. But I mean, it was the same kind of thing. Like there was this alarm. Veggie burgers, exactly. There was this alarm from all of his friends. Like, oh no, he's gone hippie. We can't let that happen. <laughs> he can't be one of those hippies. Uh, but but you're right. I, I think another good example is you'll see in the newer Archies, they had gone over any time anybody was wearing roller skates, and covered them up with roller blades. Are you serious? Yes. Just to update them, you know, just to make them look a little cooler. Uh, You can see cell phones subtly try to change later Mm -hmm. on or like the existence of cell phones all of a sudden. um, That kind of stuff within the exact same story. So nothing about the the life or the, the things that teenagers are interested in or the way that teenagers talk or the way they interact with each other. None of that changes in the Archie world. It's all still the same. They're just wearing rollerblades now because
0: <laughs> blading is a new <laughs> craze.
1: And, and I don't think that's not a fair. Uh, I don't even want to say criticism because I love that. I have no problem. This is not me. This is not me criticizing Archie Comics. I adore them. I like that they're safe. I like that there's a, a, a consistency there. They are my constant. Archie Comics are my constant in this universe. I can always rely on Archie's to have stories that are not upsetting or scary or sad. And have happy endings and maybe a joke, maybe a light joke. They're all very wholesome. (laughs) And I don't mind that. There are newer, of course, updated versions of Archie comics that deal with current issues, but but And then we
0: get to Riverdale.
1: And then there's Riverdale.
0: Which is, let me tell you, great. If you have never read an Archie comic and you're just like, Hey, what's this hip new teen show? you're gonna love it because you don't have any connection to any of the characters and while i've read all of the rt comics pretty much that you ever owned because then i later <laughs> own them um i i uh, i just love the teen drama uh, i have a really hard time believing
1: that people can watch it though with no knowledge of the comic because i would spend the whole time going why why are these kids named jughead and jellybean (laughs) give me the backstory i need to know the backstory on that is that never going to be discussed i give up on this jellybean (laughs)
0: in it she's mentioned yeah they reference her okay she came along later yeah she's she's mentioned quite a few times yeah with completely serious faces like oh no jellybean (laughs) that's what it is it's like we're having really
1: serious because everything around jughead is so serious and dramatic but it's Jughead, and everybody
0: calls him that. I'm like, like you couldn't hey, have Junkie, what's going on. He's it's like, like Why does this make sense? And, and he goes on to make a really serious, uh, m- emo monologue about how he's a weirdo and he can't help it, he's just weird. Have you ever <laughs> seen a it without stupid the hat on? <laughs> That's weird. I'm not normal. I think you just quoted that like word for word, didn't you? I did <laughs> okay.
1: I I have, I had stopped watching it because it was hurting me um, emotionally and physically. And uh, Justin made me watch that clip. He was like, this is what you're missing. And he showed it to me on YouTube. And I was like, Nope, not missing anything. Not missing anything. Why do they have to state that? How can remember show not tell? That's the, that's the heart of this, right? Just, like, show that you're it's kind a TV of show. an outcast. You don't have to tell everybody, like, hey, in case you didn't get it. I'm weird. What does he say? Subversive humor is the way I cope with the world or something. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I know, man. That's, like, just, beat- <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Just put that in you know- subtitles underneath in <laughs> case we missed it. But But that's the thing. It's that everybody else in the cast is generally, like, pretty nice to him you know like there's like one time that I think a jock calls him Donnie Darko which is like 50-50 kind of maybe a compliment maybe an insult that's a good movie but (laughs) so he's gotta say it because no one's no one in that cast has written to show it like (laughs) that's true
0: like even when he gets, to, he has to go to like the scary school on like the south side of town. He's like, oh. these are just my people. This is where I'm gonna fit in. You think it's gonna be like terrible for him because it's like the kids from like the quote unquote wrong side of the tracks, and you they show up to lunch and they're like, we're gonna save Juggy, and it's like he's like made friends with everyone there, and they're all like crowded around him laughing at his jokes. Yeah,
1: it's like uh, no one understands me. I'm an outcast. Why did everybody come to my birthday party? It's like
0: I, you know. This is yeah, he gets mad when he has too big of a party with too many friends. It's like, no, I didn't want these many people here. I don't want a real party. I'm, I'm supposed yeah. to be an outcast. Don't make me feel like I'm popular. But
1: we should probably say, just, it, just in case, spoilers probably. Uh, Maybe. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah. yeah, probably, definitely. I mean, it's been out for a while. Uh, it finished. Like, the whole season finished, like, three weeks ago. It's all on Netflix now.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want watch
0: it. And I have to say, I think the most enjoyable thing
1: that came for me from the entire series was the Netflix promo that is just Jughead eating a hamburger yep. for like five <laughs> minutes. Better than the whole series for me. I'm sorry. That's true. I just don't. I, I think the problem is, uh, let me. Okay. I was trying to think of like a storyline that I remember well that fit into the 90s. This, I think this storyline from an Archie comic fits well as like a representation of teens in the 90s. There's a plot line. It's probably from a Betty and Veronica because it's a Betty-centric plot um, or maybe in a Betty's diary. I don't know.
0: It's all Cindy Red, where the Betty-centric plots. I love the Betty-centric
1: plots. Uh, and Betty and Veronica both want to enter a music video competition where you make your own music video and send it in to MTV. And if they like it, then they will let you star in a music video. I don't remember the pop star. So Someone made up. The pop stars were always made right. up. But kind of similar
0: to real pop stars.
1: Like almost the name of... A pop star and then changed one letter or like something. Like Dustin
0: Timberwolf. Exactly. That's, exact,
1: that's exactly what they would do in Arch Comics. And I forget, <laughs> I forget which one it was. Yeah. But like Veronica, like because she's rich, like pays for like a whole crew to come and she's got like her costumes designed by a world famous costume designer and all this stuff. And like the song is written by this composer and blah, blah, blah. And she has this really high tech, beautiful video made. And so Betty's all like frustrated and is like, I'll never be able to do this because I don't have money. And she's all sad. And so she goes to work off her frustrations on the basketball court, you know, because she's athletic. Because she's Betty. She's Betty. And Archie shows up and he's like, you know, you look really great playing basketball. Let's just make a video of that. And so they make a music video of her playing basketball. And they send them both in and guess who wins? Betty. Of course. And she wins her music video. A story like that super entertained me when I was a teenager. (laughs) I read it and thought... Wow, what a good story I just read. I enjoyed the plot. I enjoyed the message. I enjoyed the pictures. I enjoyed this. (laughs) And I am pleased with the way I spent the whatever, you know, three and a half minutes it took me to read it. I feel like perhaps Riley, you and your generation would not feel the same.
0: Uh, I mean, just like, for example, the main plot line of this whole season of Riverdale was that Jason Blossom was murdered and they're all trying to figure out who did it. And it's narrated by Jughead's, who sits in a gloomy uh, Pop's chocolate shop <laughs> typing on his MacBook the story of Jason Blossom.
1: Also, and this is a spoiler, I guess, there's incest. Yeah, like
0: <laughs> yeah, weird incest. Like, like I don't understand. Like, so like what? <laughs> like once confirmed and once kind of hinted at, which is like, hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Oh, that's true. There's
1: multiple accounts of incest, possibly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I guess <laughs> the Coopers are also Blossoms, and I don't. Yeah, you shouldn't have said that in front of Sydney. I don't think <sighs> she can handle I that can, truth. I can't. With, but
1: like, I can't with this.
0: The the Mama Blossom and Daddy Blossom knew that. Coopers were Blossoms, and they let Polly date Jason because they wanted, like, purely Blossom babies? Ew. Oh. Right? Like, that's what I got from that. Yeah. Like, they found out about it, they were fine with it.
1: Like, they're like, well... This will work out in our best interests.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we can hand over our maple syrup company to these incest twins. Which is actually heroin? Is Which that is actually right? heroin. <laughs> sure. Sure, whatever. <laughs> the best part of that whole TV series was when, uh, again, spoiler alert, they find out that uh, Clifford Blossom, the Blossom parent, has killed Jason Blossom. Mm-hmm. It's the one who murdered him. And uh, Clifford finds out that they know and they're coming to arrest him, and he uh, hangs himself in the barn where they keep all of their jugs of quote unquote maple syrup. And they go and find him out there and they bust open a case of maple syrup, but it's just wrapped packages of heroin. <laughs> covered uh, I, don't in maple syrup. <laughs> I don't see how. I the...
1: don't know if you've ever had barrel aged heroin, <laughs> but uh... <laughs> I don't see how the music video plot is any worse than what you have just described. <laughs>
0: I mean, well, is it?
1: <laughs> no, but you know, here's the difference is the music video plot has an underlying moral story behind it mm-hmm. that hey, it's not about how much money you have or anything like that. It's about how much heart you have, exactly. like you know. Like there's a there's an that and all of the Archie comics yeah. reduced down to a very wholesome message. Riverdale does none of that, you know. People that are good get have bad things happen to them you know like just because you're honest doesn't mean that the right things come your way like there's a lot which i think is more of a relatable truth i think it's more of a truth it's less comforting but that's always kind of the dichotomy with the gritty reboot it's like like superman like superman is a wholesome character and i think anytime you try to take him dark to make him more relevant you lose superman so you either have to be okay with that or you have to just keep him Boy Scout for the rest of his, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. cartoon and comic yeah. existence, which I think is why he's such a problematic character to work with. Like in modern days, I feel like with Archie, you had to throw all that stuff under the bus and just make something entirely new. Yeah, I, I get that, and I mean, I let me let me say, I think that there are a lot of people who would confuse that, or who would who would try to use this as grounds for evidence that the world is a darker place, or that kids teens are darker or less well-behaved or less wholesome or whatever you want to put it than they used to be and I don't think that at all I don't believe that I think that's a, I think that's like a lie that we tell ourselves as we get older to excuse all of our past bad behavior and say well it's just certainly not as bad as these kids today and, and I certainly do not have that outlook I don't think that's true I think it was uh probably less honest is mm-hmm. the difference, and now exactly. now we're trying to say out loud in more venues that you know, you know, of course, bad things happen to good people, and yes, there are. Everybody has flaws. Everybody has faults. Everybody's capable of doing both good things and bad things. And teenagers are aware of this and participating in this same world that the rest of us are. So I know that it's truthful. It's just sometimes, sometimes the point. <laughs> of books and movies and comic books and and tv shows and all this wonderful entertainment we have sometimes the point is to escape the real world for a little bit and just go hang out in pop's chocolate shop but you (laughs) you know what and have a hamburger and joke about how many he ate today and then hop in the jalopy and go to
0: the sock hop can't we just do that but you know what you know what the most wholesome part about riverdale is That the season ends on this note, and it makes me very happy because it's how I always believed Archie Comics should have turned out, uh, is that Betty and Jughead are in love and together and happy, and Archie and Veronica are together and happy and in love. No. And they're all four are sitting in a booth together at Pops. Well, that's not... Like, it's not what how happens the system <laughs> exactly, but very close to the end. They're not, all sitting in the that booth is not, together. That
1: is not okay, and here's why, and I may have said this before. Jug would never do that because he loves Archie and truly believes the best person for him is Betty, and he would never. First of all, there was never any indication that the two were romantically involved in the comic book, and secondly, he would never because that's his pal Archie, and Betty's the best girl for him, from Jug's view. No,
0: but Archie... And Jug would never do that. But Archie... Um, hmm. Archie has <laughs> never always been all about Betty. Part of Archie's always liked Veronica more, and as much as I love Betty, you have to admit that is true. Well,
1: I, I have to step in for the, uh, the the Fiona Staples Archie reboot, which I don't know if she's the only artist that works on that now. Um but I think that that kind of hit a better middle ground because, you know, yes, it's cool for like teens maybe want things that are a bit more like in line with reality and not lying to them. But not everything is heroin, maple syrup and murder. Um.
0: <laughs> the new for Riverdale, heroin, maple syrup and murder. <laughs> I think well, like, no, you know, like
1: that comic reboot, it's like, I think they made it more relevant and updated it without having to add in all that crazy teen drama. Like, I like the fact that Jughead is asexual in that comic book. Like, that's a more important representation to have out there. And in that sense, then, he was a bigger fan of Betty versus Veronica. Mm-hmm. But I think that, like, Riverdale is cool for one thing, but the co- we kind of were dancing around the fact that a comic was remade in a really smart way that kind of did something that I think would have made both of you happy, right? That's yes, that is that is a really good point. Yeah, I I will say in the most recent issue of Archie, a drag race occurred, which I thought was very strange. Yeah, and like very... with like with cars or with queens.
0: I thought you meant like the RuPaul assortment. No, no, that like, would be awesome. I thought that's what you meant. No, like a. Oh my gosh! If Archie meets RuPaul
1: in a future comic, I'll just I'll die. No, like a grease style. Archie versus Reggie. They actually use the term "racing for pinks." Well, that's a, a little pincelet. weird. Okay. Ownership papers. Yeah. To quote Greece now. Right. Um, yeah. So they actually use that term, and there's so there's actually a, a drag race occurring, <laughs> and I was like, what? And then there's there's a crash. I won't give anything away. It's very dramatic, but I was like, why or where or what? And I love hey, it. I love that book. I'm not criticizing that book. I think it's amazing. But I did. It did strike me as like, whoa, drag racing. Did, do you guys still do that? No. What what? You race cars and the no. winner gets the cars.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> why would you let someone say take, take your car cuz they beat
1: you in a race obviously, Riley. That's the point of drag no. racing. No. What? I'm... I thought it was very strange. I didn't I, and again, I'm not I, I don't want to criticize this book cuz I love it. I love the story and the art and the everything. I love it. I think it's a great book. I just thought it it seemed it was so modern and that seemed like such a throwback. Which maybe that May was intentional. Be- maybe that was the point. Were they trying to get that sweet, sweet Fast and the Furious crowd on board with Archie? Maybe, maybe so.
0: <laughs> I, I recently binge watched all those movies because I don't know what I do with my life, and uh, there's a lot of that. <laughs> that's like that's like the focus of those, right? Lots of cars <sighs> racing. No, I mean are they, they racing like, the for first, pinks? the
1: first few, the racing cars, and then they kind of like are like it's sort of like heist movies for a little while. Um, I they they try to rebrand it a couple times. I feel like like uh-huh. you know, I mean it's still like just. Big tough guys and lots of explosions. But, you know, they're not always just in cars. They branch out from the cars and let other things explode in some of the future movies.
0: (laughs) Like, are there, like, they race planes? Do they race trains? There's some submarines involved. They race submarines. Wow.
1: (laughs) Are are there drag races as in drag queens? No, they're not. No. That's a
0: bummer. That's the best kind of drag race. Yes, I think we all can agree.
1: <laughs> I would agree. Um, no, no, I, I just thought it was. Again, I don't want to. I don't want to act like I'm criticizing that book because I, I agree with you, Tay. I think it's great and it makes me very happy and I enjoy it immensely. But I did think, and maybe that's just like a, a call out to the old days of Archie. Hey, remember Hi, how Archie started back in like the '40s when people actually did. <laughs> things like drag racing I guess <laughs> well it, it strikes that middle ground where you could still believe that someone is named Jellybean
0: in this world but mm-hmm. it's a little bit more relatable
1: <laughs> exactly exactly. yeah it makes total sense
0: I will say that is one of the uh, least believable parts of Riverdale if you can rank them in least believable the most believable that there is a child out there named, named Jellybean
1: um, I don't know I, I, I could make a whole list I will say, I will say, it's, it's Skeet Ulrich that is uh, that is Jughead's dad, right? It's the actor from uh, um,
0: from like an, from old an old teen show, right? Well, I th- from well, an old I teen like... show. Are you talking about from Scream? No, I'm talking about one of them was on. <laughs> no, Luke, 90210. Luke Perry.
1: That's Luke Perry. That's Archie's dad. Yeah, yes. he's from Nine O Two One O. Skeet Ulrich is from Scream. We've also got um, an old ninety um, show.
0: <laughs> Oh, Molly? is 90210 not an old 90s show? No, it is. I thought you were talking about Ski Ulrich being from Scream. Is the original Scream not an old 90s movie? It's an amazing uh, 90s movie. But is it, it not an old 90s movie?
1: the horror genre. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying, Taylor? <laughs> uh, there's also Molly Ringwald. so we That's have, true. I think we have teen icons of the past Did few generations. Who's she? Archie's mom. Oh, I never saw that. Really? Aww. Yeah. She's in like Ringwald. one episode. She's also my Franny from the stand. Hmm. <laughs> Your Franny. My
0: Franny. Your Franny. Franny. It, uh, I right, will say right. this.
1: It's this the last thing I'll say about Riverdale. I guess it's probably better than that movie they made based on Archie's. Remember that, that movie? movie based from, on that was the 90s movie. Back to Riverdale? Yeah,
0: like late yeah.
1: 80s, early 90s, I think somewhere in that time
0: frame. Uh, uh, are you talking about the Archie cartoon? No, I'm talking
1: about the one where, like, they all come back for a reunion and Jughead raps.
0: No, I have not seen that. Yeah, it's not. I remember watching the Archie cartoon, <laughs> like, episodes of Archie cartoons that are super old that you gave me, and I was like, "That ah, is this is so cool. I love these comics so yeah. much. And I watched them, I was like, mm. <laughs> "Well, there other things have been rebooted than Archie, and I want to
1: talk yes. about them, but before I do... Let's check the group message. What we got over there today?
0: We have a Jumbotron today. Do you want to tell us about it, Sydney? I would love to tell you about it. It is for Meredith. So, this is a message for
1: Meredith from her older sister, Hillary. Sisters. Wow.
0: Like us. There are other sisters
1: in this world. Uh, we're not the only sisters. <laughs> 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 Hillary and Meredith are sisters, too. And Hillary says, Happy birthday, Meredith. This is the be- best birthday present I could come up with. Thank you for introducing me to Mabim Bam and Still Buffering. I'm sure she means especially Still Buffering. Yeah, mostly Still especially. Buffering. She doesn't put that in here, so I'll just I'll add Mabim that. To Mabim Bam
0: and Still Buffering, which is which is the new best podcast. That's what she yeah. You I can, me to.
1: I see like it's not in the message, but <laughs> I know that that intent is there. Right. Uh, I know you hate sappy stuff, but I appreciate everything you do. And you may be a sarcastic jerk most of the time.
0: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa,
1: well, Hill. Uh, most of the time, but I'm glad to have you as my sister and I would be much worse off without you. Love, Hillary. Well, happy birthday, mm, happy birthday. Meredith. I
0: always wanted happy to be birthday, clear Mary. that Hillary said that about you, Meredith. That was not us. Yeah, we did not say that. <laughs> we
1: don't uh, think you're a jerk. Well, hey, I'm a sarcastic jerk most of the time, so I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I still have <laughs> sisters to talk to me. Heck, we do a podcast with you.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> well, I hope you have a delightful birthday, Meredith. Yeah. You know, maybe work on being a sarcastic jerk a little less.
0: I guess. That's <laughs> what, like, your sister thinks.
1: <laughs> Never change. Never. Never. Now, like I said, a lot of other things have been rebooted more recently. Um, One that I am indulging in at the moment is Twin Peaks,
0: Mm -hmm. Mm. um,
1: which, yes, is wonderful and amazing. You probably haven't watched much of it. I've never watched any
0: of it, like original or new.
1: Let me ask you, is that something teenagers watch at all?
0: No. I mean, like, I've never, I've heard you talk about it Mm -hmm. um, because when we were in Washington, you talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. but i have never heard a single one of my fellow teen peers that has watched it
1: i mean and that was kind of before our generation said like i think w- yeah. I, it was super cool like when i was in college like i watched twin peaks with my roommates at the time like that was like a a thing that was like in mm-hmm. like an old thing that was in to be aware of you know no you're very right it's i think it's probably more of a college thing because david lynch is like his his whole You know all of his movies and stuff. I think it's something that (laughs) you get into in college, really deeply for like a moment, and then like some people are like, "Yeah, I did that. I didn't really get it. I'm kind of moving on." And then other people, like I think I'm in the camp where I was like, "I love this stuff, and I am in this forever." Um, And then when Twin Peaks came back out, I got really excited. I I don't think it's really relevant to teens. I will say there was one thing Justin and I were talking about that's really interesting about it is the old Twin Peaks. If you watch it, it draws a lot on like soap opera motifs. Like Mm -hmm. if you watch an episode, there are a lot of these like long, like overly like melodramatic type scenes, like overwrought with emotion that are very much drawing on like the soap operas that were super popular at the time. Soap operas are not nearly as popular now. That's true. So, because I've watched the show and I keep trying to think like there are differences. What are some of these differences? And that's one of the big differences is that they've moved away from that a little bit because it would not connect as strongly with new audiences today as it did at the time. Which I thought was just an interesting comment on our culture. Like I still get that soap opera
0: reference. But Riley, have you ever watched a soap opera? No. I know there's one like where the the theme song is like like an hourglass right <laughs> <laughs> yes that one <laughs> right i think that's the days of our lives is what you're uh, talking you know about? you know why like i think i know you know why i think i know about that one because in friends joey was on the days <laughs> of our lives as dr drake remore that that's your only reference see i was yeah. an
1: all my children kind of girl i watched all my children so that erica kane you never knew what she was gonna mm-hmm.
0: do right? Because I knew all about those soaps. <laughs> I watched a little bit of Passions, but only because Spike watched Passions, and I wanted to be hip with the uh, <laughs> the
1: Spike Lingo. <laughs> uh, but there are a lot of other more teen-centric things that I think are being rebooted now. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, Full House was rebooted mm-hmm. into Fuller House, which I guess has two seasons now that I thought would only have one, but now it has two. Yeah, I've only seen the first one.
1: It's not stopping. I think it did well. I think it's it was not pretty stoppin'. popular. <laughs> Well, and this is, I think both of these, though, it's interesting because, like, the Riverdale is very much a fly-in-the-face, like, gritty, quote-unquote, reboot of Archie. Mm -hmm. The Twin Peaks and The Full House, which I think have something in common, strangely enough, (laughs) is that they're both things that kind of pay homage to what you liked about it all along. Like, I think, to me, it's Mm -hmm. like Twin Peaks still has the same feeling. It's almost more of a reduced, like aware, self-aware Twin Peaks and the Full House is very self-aware of like making little jokes that you're only going to get if you watched it. Like, yeah. it's made for the fans, not to try to appeal to new fans. I think it's it's way more trying to give something back to the people that loved them, you know, 10, 20 years ago. Right. I, I think that's very true. I think you see that. I think in Twin Peaks, I think you get some of that, but I think that since it's David Lynch, he's also going to put you through like if you're a If you're a big fan of Twin Peaks, you're also going to like maybe watch Agent Dale Cooper go through a lot that you're like, please come back. I need you, Coop. Um, I'm I'm having a hard time. I watched the first two episodes and I won't spoil anything because it just came out, but I'm having a hard time. Yeah. And uh, so I think he's going to put you through your paces also, but definitely on Full House. They're like, we know who's watching this show. Yeah. (laughs) We know what you want to (laughs) see. And we're going to give it to you. We're going to give you a How Rude.
0: We're (laughs) going to give you a How Rude. (laughs) We're going to give you a cut it out. (laughs) You know, I think that that's mainly because the focus for those audiences now would not be teenagers now. Mm -hmm. Like they're not trying to attract teenagers because the people that were watching them were probably teenagers when they first came out. So now they're trying to get into like those adults that might even have kids now. That's like, you know, they're just now showing their kids like. First episodes of Full House or whatever, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like their audience originally is probably all grown up now, um, but Riverdale doesn't even make its connection to Archie really known because mm-hmm. I mean it's not called like Archie, like Full House has just become Fuller House. Twin Peaks, I'm, I'm assuming, is just like Twin Peaks now, right? <laughs> Twiner <laughs> Peaks. <It's just>, <laughs> Twiner Peaks. <laughs> Twiner Peaks, sir. <laughs> um, but I mean. Riverdale, the focus of it is teens and they are not trying to connect to the adults that are maybe even older than like you all are mm-hmm. that read the first Archies. They're just yeah. trying to get into the minds of those new teens.
1: Yeah, you could, well you could make that show and not have it have anything to do with Archie by just yeah. changing the characters' names. Right. 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 If you change their names, it would it would have no Yeah, the only no connection
0: relation. it has to Archie now is that it takes place in Riverdale mm-hmm. and the characters' names and hair colors are the same. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the names and hair collars have been changed to protect our <laughs> team. because Sydney asked you to because Sydney said please <laughs> Sydney said please uh, but do you think like because we have a we have a, a lot of things that we were talking about like so many properties from the 90s are being either rebooted or, or continued like do you think a part of that is because we live in like the streaming generation where you can watch a few episodes of Fuller House to be re- like, because it's the new thing. Everyone's talking about it. And maybe you're going to go, Oh, well, I want to see the rest of it. And it's right there to go back mm-hmm. and see the original show. Like, it's so much easier to create something new that's going to get people to maybe reinvest in all the old properties that have just mm-hmm. been shelved.
0: That's really true. I mean, if you think about it, like, before there was Netflix or Hulu or whatever, with like these large, like, assortments of full seasons of old tv shows like all of friends that you can watch anytime you want or all of full house which actually is full house available you can probably watch all All of full house somewhere right yeah i think um but i mean you watch the reboots or you watch the old shows and you're like wow i want to see more of this like gilmore girls i mean i never heard of gilmore girls before it was on netflix and i watched it all on netflix and all of a sudden because of the popularity it had on netflix even though it came out like 10 years ago um They got the the reboot season which is like really different in the sense that the focus of it is very different and some of the plots they follow uh could not have been done in like the early 2000s but also kind of has that same fuller house feel where like they're making jokes that you know that are going to connect with the people who watched all of the original series i'm assuming a lot of coffee a lot of coffee based jokes a lot of coffee based jokes um but a lot of like luke being grumpy you know (laughs) a lot of that Um, Many discussions
1: involving Pop-Tarts, I think. Yeah. Uh, Uh, yeah. Pop-Tart-related content. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of that. Well, I think you're right. Not just streaming stuff, but, you know, I was thinking along those lines. One that isn't from the 90s, but I did watch when I was younger, was Veronica Mars. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think that the, um, the crowdfunding of the movie you know probably drew in a lot of people who because it like paid homage to the show and answered a lot of questions and tied up loose ends but like you see that and then all of a sudden you're like well i want to go back and watch this whole show yeah um because you all crowdfunding allowed that the to happen. movie
0: yeah and then you were like here's boxes of all the original seasons of veronica mars go have fun <laughs> we gave you dvds you did
1: <laughs> um but that but that's why that because the fans wanted it like the old people like me who watched it when we were young wanted it so badly and then they were like well if you want it would you pay for it and we're like yeah heck yeah yeah. i'll throw some money your way so i can see a veronica mars movie absolutely
0: But i mean think about like the shows that would have been eventually like forgotten they even existed and like my generation probably would have never watched if it wasn't for netflix i mean i never would have watched friends six times if it wasn't (laughs) on netflix like i wouldn't have just like waited around for the episodes on on repeat on like the main channels on our on our tv that show at like four in the morning yeah i would have never probably watched full house except for the episodes that show on our tv at like four in the morning
1: what uh what do you think i've been really interested to see and i don't know riley if you were ever in contact with will and grace if you ever saw any of it or are you kind of familiar with it uh mom has told me about it okay that's it it Cause at the time I watched Will and Grace back when it came out and at the time it, there was, so, that was some groundbreaking television because you didn't see, you know, gay characters represented on TV very often. And certainly not like as a main character with like, a, like a deep, well-rounded, well-thought-out, fleshed out character. Mm-hmm. There just weren't enough of those certainly in TVs, movies, whatever. And so it was a very groundbreaking show to, to have a character like that on the show And then to have like relationships And to have like you know Physical interactions and stuff like that It was a huge deal Well nowadays that's not right. that's not exactly groundbreaking So I wonder what the show's going to be like I'm very yeah. interested to see like You know that the show could The show could revolve around that a lot more Because it was such a unique voice In the television world mm-hmm. And nowadays I would say a show like Will and Grace While I loved it I thought it was a great show It's not quite as unique you know Right, that concept, that plot line, that thesis is not as unique as it was back then.
0: I think the main thing about all these reboots is that they're bringing a lot of those concepts that, I mean, even if it was in the original Will and Grace, that concept of, like, a gaming character or, like, a plot line that maybe would have been thought of as taboo at that time, that they're bringing in a lot of that into new reboots just because the shows that are coming out now are doing that already mm-hmm. and it's, like, if you're even wanting to be popular among the generation of people who were too young to have watched you when you first came out, you have to do something that will draw in attention from this new generation of people who's more open-minded and doesn't think of those things as, like, odd concepts or kind mm-hmm. of like, oh, wow, I can't believe they're doing that. Because if you aren't doing that or your show just stands as one of those kind of, like, outdated I mean, even Archie to a certain extent, the original comics that are kind of you would probably show them to some teenagers now and they'd be like, Well, this is, you know, too wholesome. <laughs> this is too pure right. for me.
1: Well, I mean, the original way back in the day, the original Archie were just a bunch of like white, straight, you know, cis, yeah. middle class kids. Yeah. You know, I mean they 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 were all very Homogenized, and that over time they introduced more diversity. Certainly, right. I want to give Archie credit for that. Yeah, they did. no, for sure, they did over time. They introduced a lot more diversity in the comic, not just in Riverdale, but you're right. Yeah, I no think comic would not yeah. connect. And even to like the world is it as it existed then, right. but as it is starting to be represented
0: yeah. now. And even you can see in the characters they brought into actual Archie comic books in the past few years. I mean, Kevin Keller and mm-hmm. his storyline and um, all of those kinds of things shows that. They're trying to come up with ways to appeal to a new generation of people because I think there are almost people in my generation that maybe would see something like the original Archie and be like, this is terrible and kind of like sexist and kind of like. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't Mm want to read this anymore because it kind of (laughs) offends me and also I don't really, I can't connect to it at all. Yeah. But. I mean, then you bring in characters like that and it's like, wow, this is super cool. So then you do reboots of old TV shows because you're like, well, no one's going to watch us if they realize that we're like outdated and the jokes you hear you won't connect with because we're making references that are like 20 years old. So you make a reboot. So people are like, wow, this is really funny. Now I can see this updated version of it and see that this is what these characters are up to now or like this is what the creators of the show are thinking they're doing in this time period. And I can go back and watch from ten years ago.
1: Yeah. Well, I have to ask, how much do you think of this weird reboot Renaissance has to do less with the appealing to the younger generations and more that is just, you know, when City were watching a lot of these things, we were in our teens. We didn't have a big buying power. I mean, we did, but it wasn't quite as much as now. You know, we're in our thirties. We have, we have, you know, real jobs and savings accounts. Like making all of this material that pulls on our nostalgia dollar. Like, there's kind of a dual win there. Like, we're (laughs) going to write something that might appeal to you, Riley, but package it in a way that's going to draw in people from our generation. Like, I remember that show. Like, that's kind of a a strong move. (laughs) It it really is. It's a strong move, and that comes from somebody who now owns a t-shirt. I was going to say, you own a
0: Gibbler-style t-shirt. with a picture of (laughs) Kim Gibbler on it that says...
1: (laughs) Do it Gibbler style? Yeah. I'm not sure it says. Yeah. Uh, no, I know what you mean. And, and I definitely fall prey to that too. Uh, Ghostbusters. Um, I loved the new Ghostbusters. I absolutely adored it. I did and too. I loved even more that Charlie now thinks that is what Ghostbusters is. And Charlie wanted... Uh, a costume like Holtzman, and she said, "I want to be Holtzman." And she has, a- oh yes. Yes. A Ghostbusters <laughs> costume. And like I was like, "I will spend these dollars to buy this costume." <laughs> right. I, we, Justin instantly was like, "I got the proton pack, I got the trap, <laughs> I got like we got her a bunch of little ghosts and like the whole thing." Like instantly, like I'll spend this money because it's drawing on something that I loved. And then at the same time, they the reboot of Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters represented women and that Mm -hmm. was very exciting especially for somebody with a daughter so yeah yeah i mean they know what they're doing (laughs) i mean much of the same effect like the new star wars movies they're still really good star wars movies that continue the story they're not destroying anything that came before that we loved about it they're just giving you more characters that maybe have a bit more of a modern appeal Mm -hmm. yes you know yeah for sure (laughs) your only choices as a female fan aren't like i could dress up as princess leia or a sex slave <laughs> there's that one female Jedi we saw it for a minute in the bad movies we want to talk about <laughs> no but it really is true like or I guess you know you could always dress up as Jar Jar Binks because you know I, what <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> no, no you never no, do but, that <laughs> I know no, you shouldn't do that don't ever do that no but I know what you mean it was <laughs> and, it's, and, and and again it's not about like the world has changed, so movies have changed to reflect it. It's, no, no, our world's always been super diverse, and yeah. had a lot of different people in it. It's just that for a long time, none of those people
0: were on TV, or yeah. in movies, or any popular media. I mean, think about it, especially the new Star Wars, even though that probably was a, just a tiny bit before your all's generation. You all were definitely watching them when you all were teenagers and oh, like yeah, children. Yeah, and, for sure. I mean, think about the generation of people who, like, were... Kids when they first came out, and I mean now they're they are probably the generation that are having kids, and they're like, here, come see this new Star Wars movie, and look, they just released all of the original Star Wars movies on DVD. Let's buy all of them and watch all of them exactly. together, and then let's buy you like a Ray costume and also a BB-8 that you can control with your iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that's that's I mean that's a thing. I think it's like you know something that you've maybe always loved. You could now be a part of in a different way which is Mm -hmm. which is awesome Mm -hmm. yeah I mean then I think that has to happen with you talk about things like streaming things like Netflix and everything all of culture is instead of it uh, passing us by and we move on to new things and different things it's all available all the time it's amassing It's, it's just building upon itself yeah it's not you know it's it doesn't continue to move on it's all just piled up here around us and so I, since the 90s, the 90s and the 2000s and now, you know, the decade we're living in now is just kind of all piled up in our computers and in our on our DVR boxes.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the most important thing about all those old shows is something that I think I, I keep bringing up Friends just because I want someone out there to hear this and make a reboot. Of <laughs> Do you want a gritty Friends <laughs> reboot. <laughs> I want a gritty Friends one last season reboot. Um, I think that's my life. Do you just want to come visit me up there in New York? Yes. Where they
1: finally find a way to to like raise the rent on those rent controlled apartments. Yeah, that yeah. they have And they all have to move out. Is yeah. that what you're looking for? Um, where, where was the one with the bed bugs? Where was that episode?
0: I've <laughs> <laughs> lived that. <laughs> um. But I think Jennifer Aniston maybe said something once in an interview about a Friends reboot and said, if you had tried to make friends in this generation, it never would have happened. Because if you think about, like, all the interesting things that happen to them are happening, like, they're having conversations in a coffee shop, or, like, they're mm-hmm. all talking to each other, or, like, they're going on a trip or something. And if they were all sitting in that coffee shop today, they'd all be like, on their phones like none of those <laughs> things ever would have happened but I think if you think about it a lot of the shows that you all watched when you were growing up or like I watch now that were way before my time like Full House or Friends never would have happened if this generation constantly would have been like you know technology driven and communication driven because you wouldn't have had like you know the wholesome family of Tanners <laughs> that <laughs> lives with their their Uncle Joey and uh, you know all those, all those stories or friends or anything because sure. it would have all been focused on a totally different generation.
1: Because DJ would have been involved in a maple syrup heroin Right. Ring. <laughs> well, this is really interesting, actually, now that I think of it, Riley, because a lot of these things we're talking about are very much like day-to-day interpersonal drama. These shows, that's what they're based around. That was the mm-hmm. sitcom era. And your generation doesn't really buy into that, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. is what
0: you're saying? Like, yeah. you don't enjoy that? And that is I interesting. I think Mm. you have to kind of, like, either uh, make the characters all teenagers (laughs) to get teenagers to watch them or make it all about teenagers. Like, honestly, I I think it's hard for teenagers now who are constantly watching, like, other people their age on social media or, like, constantly Mm -hmm. just around people of similar, like, mindset. It's Mm -hmm. hard to show them something that was... You know, based on day to day like conversations, and be like, "This is entertainment." Because you guys, you
1: guys want. I mean, we've been talking about representation and why it matters. And so, what you're saying is, you want your yourselves represented, not just shows about teenagers, but by, for, Mm -hmm. with teenagers, because that's what you get on YouTube. Right. Yeah. You know, you can already access that. And and not only that, you guys don't live in the immediate world around you. Mm -mm. You live. I mean, a large part of your existence on the internet. Right. So you're living in the world as a whole. Yeah. That's a much taller the whole order. world. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a much taller order to entertain you, for sure. If yeah. that's the reality, it's yeah. mm. very intimidating.
0: Mm.
1: Boom. Wow. I don't have a solution. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah. on season two. I don't think oh, we're I trying know. to solve
1: solve the problem. All I know is that the new Strawberry Shortcake sucks, and the new Teen Titans Go rules. The
0: new Teen no, Titans sucks. Doesn't.
1: If you've seen the original Teen Titans, like what I grew up with, the new Teen Titans sucks. I, and I've ne- I've never liked Ben 10. I didn't get it then, and I still don't get it now. Ben 10
0: was so good when I was a kid. No, but, you know, we've got a lot of pro- pro-
1: probably good stuff coming up. Uh, there's there's a there's a short Rocco's Modern Life movie apparently in the works. I love Rocco. That'll be great. Ah, uh, there's there's a Hey Arnold movie I believe apparently hey, well in the Arnold. works. There you go. Um, Ducktales. Ducktales, <laughs> yes. With our buddy Lynn. <laughs> yeah, He's yeah. be Excellent. And David. Tennant. And David Tennant. David
0: Tennant. Um, and Riverdale season two. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I oh, just you keep reading Archie comics too. No, you, you can do that. One. It's really good. Uh, you know, I was I was really worried for a minute there. There were articles going around that there was going to be a craft remake, that would Ooh. break my heart because I think the craft is still a perfect movie that is perfect and doesn't mm-hmm. need to be messed with. But yeah. it's actually it's actually a twenty years later sequel. Ooh, right? Oh man. I went, okay. I I want I want a crazy Faruzabek just released from the mental war. Like I want I want that character. <laughs> Yes, yes. I want I want her back out there doing evil black magic. I'm so ready for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Ooh, that could be really good. Right? Yeah. I, I was super bummed, and then I just, I was, before we were going to do this episode, I looked that up, and like, oh, no, no. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> well, sisters, this has been fun. Riley, mm. you haven't sold me on Riverdale yet, but...
0: Well, I didn't think I was going to. Wait, I'll, I'll think about it.
1: Uh, why? Why has there not been... A gritty reboot of Reboot. <laughs> right? That was great. Where it, is Reboot? Well, I want the Reboot reboot with the you know, with like Bob and Dot, like, but like, an old cartoon all dark there. Like and like maybe they explore the dark web and oh. It's a cartoon that I know a lot of people must have watched, but for some reason it felt like something that only you and I knew about, Taylor. Oh, right. it, it was just too good to have not existed outside of my head, but it did. Yeah. And that was bizarre to me. And we loved it, and oh. it was gone, and I don't even, I, like, I haven't even been able to find it. No, I mean, yeah. I know that they, they eventually came back and finished the show, because it finished with the whole musical interpretation of the whole story that yeah. had, like, Sailor Moon references and, and Army of Darkness references. Like yeah, that was a great show. It's a great show. That's, there. that's a, that, it's, it's in the name, somebody. Reboot that. <laughs> reboot that, and then my <laughs> request is reboot Rescue Rangers, please. Oh, yes. <laughs> reboot Rescue Rangers. Just, I I don't just, mess
0: with it. Just bring it back. No, Please. absolutely. I just want one last season of Friends.
1: And then and <laughs> all Riley wants is friends. I just want to see the now. Just give her, give her a Friends reboot. There's our all request. All right. There you go. Do universe. Them, universe. <laughs> Please. All right. Well, thank you, sisters. Thank you, listeners, uh, for joining us again. If you want to um, send us comments or suggestions uh, uh, for future shows, you can at stillbuffering at stillbufferingatmaximumfun.org. You can tweet at us at StillBuff. You can join our Facebook group, Still Buffering on Facebook. I would recommend you do that. And uh, you can visit MaximumFun.org to check out a lot of other wonderful podcasts
0: on our network. Uh, and thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, You Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy.
1: And I'm Taylor Smurl.
0: I am a teenager. And
1: I was... Two. Dijor
0: means friendship. <laughs> Dijor means friendship. Dijor means family. Dijor means seatbelts. <laughs> Dijor
1: What's Ben Affleck and or Drake up to? What show should I be watching right now? Should The Rock run for president? How about Oprah? What's a great French film about lady cannibals? Who's stronger, Luke Cage or Iron Fist? For answers to these questions and so much more, come on over to Pop Rocket, a pop culture roundtable
0: discussion that always has a fun, diverse panel talking about the stuff we love. Catch us every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you decide to get your podcast. I'm not going to judge. <laughs> MaximumFun.org.
1: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
0: Listener supported.